AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk. Comedians or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. can't see the thing around me. Okay. What's up, y'all? Welcome to Hand Me My Purse, the podcast. I am Mimi Walker, and I will be your forever host each and every single time you tune into this podcast. So go ahead and get comfortable. Get yourself a glass of your favorite beverage, whether that's alkaline water, red Kool-Aid, a hot cup of tea with honey, a glass of Cabernet Sauvignon, or Hennessy. And light yourself a candle, some incense, or burn some sage. And just get ready to chill out and have a good time. What's up, friends and kin? So, it's Mimi, resident auntie supreme here at Hand Me My Purse. And today I am sipping, well not today, tonight... I am sipping on an energy drink. Why am I doing that? Because at the very last minute, I decided that I wanted to change my entire show. And now I'm up late trying to deliver y'all the goods, even though I should probably be asleep. But that's just how much I love y'all, that I will sacrifice my own rest to make sure that I'm giving you guys authentic content because that's important to me. When my spirit says to move, I move. So sis needs to stay awake and have some major energy for what is about to happen. But I promise you, I promise you, I promise you, it will be well worth it. The drink that I'm drinking is by a brand. The brand name is Celsius. 
and I'm currently drinking the grapefruit melon green tea flavor. And I drink these all the time, uh, but this is my first time with this flavor. Not too crazy about it, but I must say that I do love Celsius energy drinks. My favorite ones are Sparkling Peach Vibe, which was a limited edition flavor over the summer. And my usual go-to is peach mango green tea. I like them because they give me a lot of energy, like a boost of energy, but not like the jitters or the shakes. And I used to drink them when I was working out on a regular basis. It would give me a good boost of energy for working out. And I would usually work out like an hour to an hour and 15 minutes. And I would not get tired or anything during my workout. And there is no crash. That is really why I like it because there's no crash. But anyway, check them out. I really like them. Celsius. They have sparkling ones. They have non-sparkling ones. I just really like them. This is not an ad, okay? Be very clear. This is not an ad. But Celsius should be sponsoring me because I totally buy this stuff all the time and I stand behind the product. So somebody let them folks over at Celsius know, tag them. Shoot, I might do it myself and let them know that here I hand me my purse when I need some energy. I drink Celsius energy drinks. Now let's get into my jam, why don't we? So friends and kin, today's jam is by one of my favorite voices in the world. It is when she was a part of a group. The group was called Groove Theory, and I'm speaking about none other than Miss Amel LaRue. I love Amel's voice. I have had the pleasure of working with her before and, you know, just like sharing space with her and her spirit and her energy to call it divine is an understatement. She is such a beautiful spirited person. In addition to that, sis can sing. And I kind of feel like a lot of times, like her voice is one of the most underrated voices in the industry because people talk a lot about range. But if you really get into her, her range is out of this world. It's out of this world. Like Mariah Carey. I love Mariah Carey. Her name is Mimi. My name is Mimi. But like Mariah Carey, you real good and everything, but get into a Mel LaRue for five seconds. But anyway, I digress, which is what I do. We all know that here. So the song is called Did You Know? And the reason that I chose this song is because this song is basically how I feel about love. And it is basically my life experience with love. And I'm just waiting on the 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 chorus of the song and the bridge to happen. You know, so it's talking about like this woman's experience in love and how, you know, she never really thought that I never was tripping over no man's money. You know, I'm independent and I kind of, you know, take care of myself and never really expected like a man to come sweep me off my feet. But here you go. And just when I thought maybe I should give up or I shouldn't even be focused on love or finding a mate or finding a companion, boom, here you go. You show up and you you sweep me off my feet. And as a result, I would go anywhere with you because you have shown me that, you know, life is really starting. And there's a, a line where she talks about how there was a time when she was all for love. And then one really bad heartbreak, she was like, boop, I'm not doing this no more. No, this ain't for me. And that is my experience. Uh, one really bad heartbreak subconsciously This is me in full transparency, being very vulnerable in this moment. I didn't realize until 
close to 15 years to 17 years later that after one really bad heartbreak, I was like subconsciously now, consciously, I didn't really know this, but subconsciously I was like, I ain't trying to experience this no more. I don't want to do this. I don't want nobody breaking my heart. I don't want to feel this pain anymore. So I'm just going to kind of navigate through life and love without really heavily attaching to people. I had no idea, but see, that is what therapy and healing will do for you. Okay. That is what it'll do. It'll bring out stuff that you never knew. But anyway, I want you to get into this song. I found this cover. Uh, and this finding this cover was a lot easier than finding other other covers. There were only really two covers and both of them were good. The one that I chose, I chose because she had the words right. Something you don't know about me. I don't like when people sing lyrics wrong. I don't like when people say words wrong. I, it happens to me sometimes on the show and I don't edit it out sometimes. But this sister that I did find, she had all the words correct. And I just want you to get into it. In addition to having them correct, she sounds amazing. She has a beautiful voice. Get into it. If you get a chance, listen to the lyrics, listen to the real version and listen to the lyrics. Of course, I'm going to have it in the show notes for you so that you can, you know, listen to it yourself, uh, the real version. And so this sister, her name is Aisha. How do I know? Because she said it. So I'm not mispronouncing it on YouTube. Her name is AP voice one. And she has a lot of videos of her singing covers. She has a beautiful voice, but I want you to get into this cover of did you know by groove theory as sang by none other than the incomparable, beautiful soul and spirit. Amel LaRue. Let's check it out. There was a time I was all for love. But all it took was a one heartbreak And I'd had enough Just when I thought I had no reason You come along and show me life has just begun Did you know I would go anywhere you roll Cause where you is home, did you know it? Did you know it? Does it show when I'm low? You can ask me to smile and I'll do so. Did you know it? Baby, did you know? Now let's get into the show. So guys, today's show is going to be a little bit different from what I said it would be in the last episode, which was episode 14. But change is good, right? You know, I always talk about my spirit and my spirit led me down a different path. It's so much going on in the world today, like so much. It is just a heavy ass time in America, like super heavy. For my friends and kin who are not living in America, like it's a really heavy time. I'm sure if you watch the news or if you engage in conversation with anybody about what's going on in this country, like it's just a dark, dark heavy time for Americans, especially for black Americans. And I just wanted to focus on how we can just love up on ourselves to love on ourselves first, because the truth of the matter is that if we aren't loving ourselves properly, well, in the words of Auntie Supreme RuPaul, if you can't love yourself, how in the hell are you going to love somebody else? Can I get an amen? And that's it. So So let's just get into the show and uh, 
I want you guys to just sit back and let's just go on this journey together. The show is going to look a little bit like this. We're going to talk some about self-love. I'm going to give some simple, quick tips on how to regulate yourself and just make sure that you are constantly doing a check-in with yourself about how you are loving yourself first. And then... We are going to relish in some good black love energy. I took to the internets and got some feedback from you. And yes, I said internets and I meant what I said. I said what I said. I went to the internets and I got some feedback from you guys about the joys of black love. And it is good and it is good and it just makes me smile. But I'm going to share with you guys what I found or what you share with me rather. And by the time I'm done, y'all better be smiling and feeling good because if not, then you need to check your pulse. So self-love is really the ultimate form of black love, especially in a country that doesn't really honor, you know, our mere existence as a human being. So I wanted to talk about just some simple ways to be intentional about protecting your peace, which is essentially a radical act of self-love. When we protect our peace, our energy and our spirit, it enables us to be better and in a better space to be a companion to someone else and to be present in someone else's life. When we aren't in that space and when we are not at least attempting to be in that space, our spirit can be riddled with chaos. And basically as a result of that, we carry that into other people's lives and just straight up like straight dope. Like the shit ain't right. It's not good. It's not right. It's not healthy for anybody. However, you know, it happens, you know, it it happens. So talking about protecting our peace, I'm going to share with you guys, because I, I, when I saw this, I was like, I have to share this with every person that I'm able to come in contact with. I have to share with you guys how I have been intentional about protecting my peace as of late. I love watching clips of kids, like funny kids, cute kids. Like I love children. So it works. I ain't got my own kids. I can watch these clips. It satisfies whatever is going on when my uterus starts jumping. And it's like, oh, you want a baby? I can look at this and I get a feel and I'm good to go. So there's this little boy, this little black boy um, telling a joke, a clip of him circulate. I can't even say it without laughing, circulating the internet. And every time I see it, when I tell you I fall out laughing, like it's so funny to me. One, because it is clear to me that this child has been on this planet before. In addition to being on this planet before, and when he was on the planet before, he was somebody's granddaddy or somebody's toothless uncle who just sat around and told jokes all day and drank moonshine, probably. He, (laughs) I, I can't, I love this child so much that I saved the clip to my phone because... It is such a heavy time. And sometimes I know that I need something to pick me up when I'm in a not so great space because I'm being intentional about protecting my peace. So it's the best 14 seconds that I've seen on Al Gore's Internet in a long time. It never disappoints me. And I'm going to share it with you guys. Take a listen. Aiden has one dollar bill, one quarter and two pennies. How how much money? How much money does he have? broke. <laughs> so for me, like, it's so damn funny for me. And if you aren't quite laughing just based on the belly laugh from this child, most people, they love the laugh. For me, 
as someone who is a, a, a comedian in my own right and who has a strong sense of humor, for me, it's the delivery of the punchline. And you have to see how he delivers it because it's not just about what he says. It's about his facial expression. Of course, I'm going to put the clip in the show notes because that's what I do. You have to watch it. This boy brings me joy. Like I said, it is saved into my phone, in my albums, in my videos album. And I watch it every day. He is a godsend. God bless his parents. Uh, Thank you, God, for allowing him to be on this earth, especially allowing us to have him in this time because it works for me. Anyway, Merry Christmas. Happy Kwanzaa. This is my gift to you. And now I'm ready to just go over these simple ways that we can protect our peace on a daily basis and do a self check regularly to make sure that you are not breaking any of these soft rules. First, I'm going to go with be aware of the things that you think and say. Regulate your thoughts. And yes, that is possible. What you want to do is try to focus on positive things. And when you feel a negative thought coming on, correct that mug. It's real easy. How do you ask? Shift the thought to something else. Try shifting it to something that always makes you feel good. Lately for me, it's the kid telling the joke that always brings me back to a space of joy. Sometimes I don't even have to watch it. I can just say Jaden broke because that's what that's the punchline for the little boy. If I say Jaden broke, I start laughing and boom, I'm right back where I need to be. Try it out. There's a reason that it's important because thoughts become things. I don't know if you guys have heard that before, but I believe that if we focus on something and think about something all the time and your focus or your thoughts are on a thing, that very thing will come to pass. So regulate it. You are in control of your thoughts. Maybe not initially. Maybe you're not in control of your subconscious, but you can take your power back and get some control of your thoughts. Okay, moving on. The next thing I'd say is that since we are regulating thoughts, in addition to that, regulate your energy, your space and your time and who you choose to share it with. If there's someone or something in your life that is draining you, I've heard the term used energy vampire or energy vampires. And when I say that, I'm talking about someone or something that leaves you feeling emotionally, mentally or sometimes even physically exhausted. This can come in the form of people things, and even just everyday life practices like watching the news or watching a shit show of a presidential debate. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And no, I'm not going to talk about that. No, I'm not. What I will say, though, is that I did not watch it and I didn't watch it because sis is really into protecting her peace. Okay, and I'm glad that I didn't. And scrolling on my Facebook timeline, Some of y'all should have did it, too, because y'all were all listen, Joe Biden and Donald Trump were extreme energy vampires for a lot of you. I digress. Maybe not even a couple of nights. It might have been last night. I don't even know. I don't know what day it is, what time it is. It doesn't really matter. Either way, don't set yourself up for it. Don't even do it. So I want you guys to do somewhat of a life scan and see if you have any of that going on in your life. And if you do. In the words of the great black prophet from Long Beach, who could easily crip walk his way into glory, Mr. O.T. Genesis, cut it. Okay, if that went over your head, then you probably don't listen to a lot of hip hop or rap music. You don't know a lot about Crips and you don't know a lot about uh, Long Beach. 
but OT Genesis is a rapper who is also a crip and he likes to crip walk and he's really good at it. And he has a song called Cut It, which I really like. It's really fun to work out too. Okay. I got to make sure I keep you guys in the loop. Either way, there's nothing wrong with removing people and things from your life, you know, that don't serve your greatest self. People call it selfish, but you know, here I always tell you it's not selfish, it's self-preservation. Again, my cousin Daryl taught me that probably close to 10 years ago. You have to preserve yourself. And if that means that people in your space are literally sucking the life out of you, you got to cut it. You got to cut cut it. And that doesn't mean that you can't maintain contact with them, but you have to be in control of what that looks like. If there's anything that takes from you constantly, like constantly is taken from you like a leech. And I'm not talking about in a physical sense. I mean, even in emotional and a mental way, there's no balance in the relationship or the situation. And you just got to let it go, boo, like straight up. That's just that it is what it is. And lastly, I would say that it is very important for you to learn how to say no. I've said this before. No is a complete sentence as far as I'm concerned. If you don't want to do something, don't do it. Period. If you don't like something, you don't have to allow it in your life. Not the Period. Because that is the total opposite or the total antithesis. Shout out. Let me just pause for a second. I'm about to digress. I'm just let you know. I'm just going to tell you all about this real quick. In the 2000s, in the early 2000s, I have a friend. Her name is Mumbi. And we had a singing group. And the title. <laughs> and the name of our singing group was Antithesis. Please be advised. We didn't sing anywhere except for in my basement. We practiced songs. Anita Baker songs were our favorite. And we used to always say, it was like a running joke. We'd be like, oh, we're going on tour in Canada. Oh, we're going to go to Africa. We're going to tour um, the West Coast of Africa. And then we're going to go to the East Coast. And then we're going to go to Paris. We had all these tour dates lined up in our heads and in our hearts. But we never sang anywhere outside of my basement or her basement, except for one time we did perform karaoke at UMBC at a karaoke night, but that was it. Anyway, I digress. Shout out to my friend Mumby. I love you, Mumby. And antithesis, we're getting the, the band back together and we are going to perform somewhere, even if it's just in your garden. So as I was saying, that is the total opposite or antithesis of radical self-love, doing things that you don't want to do for fear of hurting someone else's feelings or even disappointing someone. If you don't want to do it, you should not have to do it. Okay. That is choosing to do something that does not serve you or that will bring you a feeling other than calm or tranquility, let alone joy. No is not a bad word. It's just a word. Use it when you need to, because it could possibly save you from some pain and suffering. And saying no is a radical act of self-love for sure. Wow. See? Simple, to the point, three quick things. Try doing these things when necessary and watch how some things shift in life for you. It's just three quick things. You can check in with yourself every day and just ask, like, am I doing the three things? Like, am I saying no when I need to? And it's just, it's not something that you have to write in a journal about. You could. It's not something that you have to, you have to talk to somebody else about. You could. But it's really just a silent check-in that you could do with yourself. Or you can do it out loud, however you choose to. But make sure you're checking on yourself. 
So in true Hand Me My Purse fashion, I wanted to do a show that was a bit more interactive this time. I wanted to hear from you guys about what your ideas and notions were around Black love. So I took it to the streets. I really love when I get a chance to get feedback from the Hand Me My Purse tribe because you guys never disappoint. Whatever it is I'm asking for or whatever it is I'm trying to convey, you guys always hit the target. And it's funny if I needed to be funny, if I needed to be serious, if I needed to be true. And it's always authentic. And I love that. So I want you guys to make sure that you listen throughout all of these because this is where the outpouring of absolute adoration for black people that I'm about to share with you guys it's just gonna melt your hearts and it should put smiles on your faces and what better time to share this because this is the time to very loudly cloak ourselves in love for one another when the world especially America is screaming very boldly that our lives don't matter as a matter of fact and that our love damn sure doesn't matter I am choosing to be radical and not only self-love because it makes me happy to know that we are still here loving each other in spite of our experiences in this country But I am also trying to be radical in how I am sharing what black love can look like to the entire rest of the world. So let's just sit back and get ready to just feel all warm and cozy inside. So for these, with some of them, I'm going to read the names and then clarify whether it's a man or a woman because some people have unisex names. And when I read them to you, I want you to be able to envision for yourself who is saying these words. Even if you don't know what they look like, of course, you can create the image for yourself. So the question that I asked was for people to share with me the most beautiful thing or the thing that they love the most about loving and receiving love from a black man or a black woman or both, quite frankly, because some people like both. And if they do, that's fine because we are not here to judge because here at Hand Me My Purse, judging people's life choices is not what we do. The first one that I'm going to read is from Jenny. And Jenny says, I love when I feel fully seen for all of who I am and not being splintered off into aspects of convenience for the person. Come on now. I love black men who appreciate me and don't feel threatened by me. I'm still waiting on these though, sis is what she said. (laughs) I love being able to show up as a supportive and encouraging person to be able to offer sanctuary and peace away from society's bullshit. Next is from Jamal and Jamal says, I love receiving the passion and unlimited happiness when I see her walk into the room. I love building the foundation of the future with her. Sometimes the road will be bumpy, but even with those bumps, I would still rather be on the road with her. Oh, Alicia says being understood about the things I experience moving about the world and being able to connect and laugh without saying a word and being held. It's nothing like a black man holding you. It's nothing like it. And it's also nothing like that silent communication. I talked about that in the last episode. Like that is very important to me. Corey says, this one is is really interesting. Corey says, not even interesting, it's heavy. The shared life experiences, embracing the physical features that are shunned by other races, yet they try to emulate said features. 
loving both our rhythm and blues, the possibility of one day creating a black family of my own to strengthen the black family collectively and both standing together to confront oppression, self-hatred, colorism, racism, police brutality and white supremacy. Those things that are bent on destroying the black family and community. It is exhausting, but having a black woman at my side to battle all that are against us in America makes life more bearable. I want to be with a black woman to love me because the world or at least American society does not. Man, listen, being black is not the easiest thing, but I wouldn't have it any other way. Rolanda says, I love that after almost 14 years of marriage, I still love to stay up late talking to my black man. I also love that he is such a romantic and affectionate person. His commitment to us is amazing. Cheyenne, who is a brother, and I'm only saying that, like I said, so that you have context for the comment. Cheyenne says, I love the intimacy and trust that comes with loving someone that's like me. I love the idea of being with someone that's had some of the same social experiences. I love this one. Marcia says the way a hardworking blue collar black man carries himself so rugged and so loyal. And when we are about to have sex and he says, go and leave that bonnet on. <laughs> That's a real life situation, though. OK, because brothers, brothers know that we got to tie our hair up, especially during sex because sometimes your hair can get jacked up and if I just got my hair done or I'm trying to hold on to this little hairstyle until I go back to the hair hair salon look just let me tie my hair up please moving on Kia said I love that they understand me that's my favorite word understand I love that they understand me after a long day in the world it's nothing like connecting with someone who understands how hard it is to deal with maneuvering through this place Charles says the intimacy, the closeness and the companionship. B says, I wonder, is that Beyonce? <laughs> it's not. It is. It's my Beyonce. Anyway, B says, I love that the loving of a black man is informed by empathy and a shared plight. We are wired the same. Our perspective is shared. I don't have to teach a black man how to see me, hear me or touch me. And I love that he lets me be tender. I love that he knows that I am tender and vice versa. I love providing a safe space for him to explore his own tenderness and share it with me. And I will never take that for granted. Did y'all hear me when I said that my friends and can show up? Listen, y'all need to get in on this survey thing if you want your voice heard, because I'm telling you, these people show up and they show up and show out in in their comments. Okay, and I love it. It's making me feel warm inside. I feel loved. And they ain't even talking about me. Well, maybe the men are talking about me because I'm a black woman or whoever's talking about black women. I shouldn't say men. Moving forward, Lena says, I love knowing that I have someone who cares about my well-being every single day. That I am a priority to my spouse means the world to me. I enjoy making sure he feels supported and cared for every day. I enjoy seeing him at ease. Love creates security, even in spaces where uncertainty exists. It empowers me. Let me tell y'all something. Don't let nobody tell y'all. Don't let the world tell y'all that black women are not soft and tender and that black women just rah, rah, rah. No, we want to be. You know, that there's a meme that goes around or whatever you want to call it that says be his peace. And, you know, a lot of people are up in arms about that. But the truth of the matter is that you should create a space of peace in your relationship. 
Because who wants to deal with a bunch of chaos and foolishness in a relationship? I don't. It's dumb. Moving on. You and you as a man, he says, the only love I know is that of a black woman. First of all, that makes me say hallelujah. Okay. Y'all still exist. Anyway, the only love I know is that of a black woman. Specifically, I love the sense of humor of black women, the tough exterior and loving nature. It sounds like he loved me. What y'all think? It sounds like he talking about me. I'm just playing you. Uh, <laughs> the tough exterior and loving nature. I learned a black woman will defend a man to the end if he shows her that he can protect her, listen to her and support her in all facets. Black girl magic is real. And once you experience that type of love, nothing else feels the same. Hashtag black women love hit different. All right. Now, this is making me smile. Y'all should be smiling. Adaro says, I love when a man takes the time out to really get to know me and my interests. A man that continues to love on me despite of everything and a man that is consistent and a man that listens. So don't let anybody tell you that black men don't care that they don't listen because they do. Kat is a woman and Kat says, I love when love is just genuine and non-judgmental. That no matter your flaws, they can look into your eyes and still love you the same. Dina says, I love the feeling of being vulnerable and having a connection with a man that no one has but us. I enjoy knowing and exploring the innermost thoughts and feelings of my man. Apollo is a man and he said, black women are everything to me. Stepping in front of any issue, willing to put their life on hold for me. I am grateful and I cherish them. Big hair, dreads, wigs, big hoop earrings, all of it. Joanne says, I love how he hypes me up. It always includes a beat and made up rap lyrics about how dope he thinks I am. And see, this goes back to what I talked about last episode about, I don't know, I can't remember what Aaron called it, but it was like cultural something, but like that cultural connection, like a black man can do that for a black woman, like create a beat and make up rap lyrics about how dope he is, how dope she is. Listen. We can do that for each other because there's a certain connection that we have that we where we understand that. Keisha says, and let me just say something. If you are of Generation X and you don't know a Keisha or a Shanika or Tanika or a Aisha, you should really look at your circle and see what's really hood. Like you got to really look into that because you got to know a Keisha. Anyway, shout out to you, Keisha. Keisha says, I love the words of encouragement or admiration from a black man. I love a black man that is consistent with his actions and pays attention to the smallest of details. One that is genuine on really wanting to get to know you and learn the most intimate details about you. William said, black women are just everything. Their strength, their grace, their magic. My favorite thing is watching them freely be themselves without the various masks they are required to wear just to make it through everyday life. I feel seen, y'all. Watching them when they are protected, provided for, loved, and most importantly at peace, it's God on earth. Listen, he probably like a poet or something because that, that's real poet-like. But I believe it. I believe it's authentic. Rashida says, I love that we speak the same language on many levels. 
We share the same slang. We understand the black family experience. We have similar musical style and cultural identities, and we can have open dialogues about current issues affecting black people without disclaimers, discomfort, or a fear of being misunderstood. That right there, Rashida's point, that's me all day. I don't want to have to explain or be worried about, you know, what I say and censor myself or feel like I'm not understood. I want to, I want to feel comfortable like being raw and being naked. And I mean like emotionally and mentally and spiritually naked with my partner and some stuff like I I feel like I can just only get from a black man. Shanika, the girl Shanika, Shanika says with all the hate and anger against black men these days, I love being his peace. Here we go being that peace. I love being his peace and being able to console him. Yes, being able to console him and listen to him. And I love that he does the same. I love how he loves me and our children. Don't let nobody tell you that black men don't love their kids and don't take care of their kids. Okay, don't. Nicole, another name that if you black and you have Generation X, you got to know somebody named Nicole. Nicole says black love is beautiful and it's even more beautiful when you're able to share and connect with a person with the same energy. I've been with my wife for 14 years and I still get butterflies when she walks in a room. That is so sweet. Her smile brightens my day when I'm down. She picks me up when I'm low. We balance each other and I wouldn't have it any other way than to be with a black woman. We share the same differences in society and we're able to culturally connect with several similarities. Black love is like the perfect smell of an incense in a room. See, only black people gonna understand that. Well, no, Indian people might understand that because they like incense too. Moving forward, Dion is a woman and she says, physically, the feel of his skin under my hand. Oh, come on now. Dion about to take us to like uh, the part of Love Jones where the lights get real low and um, they kissing and stuff. Dion said, physically, the feel of his skin under my hands and his hands on mine, the timber of a black man's voice, their smell, not odor. Mentally and emotionally, the shared context, not having to explain a situation or reaction when it comes to matters of race, the inside jokes. I love a good inside joke. I do. I do. They are they are glue sometimes to some relationships. The inside joke, she says, not having to question whether there's a taboo or hidden racial aspect to his attraction to me. And then finally, socially, our togetherness is never questioned. There's no ogling, rude comments or aggression, etc. Next, we have Jacoby and Jacoby says, this is interesting. I love being able to share my love with a woman that looks like me. Similar background as me, a woman that knows my struggles as an African-American personally. I don't discriminate. I've dated women of every race, but no one knows me like a black woman can. They may love me the same, but they won't know me as well. Melissa says the strength and tenacity of a black man is unlike anything else in this world. When they take care of their mind and their bodies, I mean, what else can a woman ask for? Sharice says making new memories or sharing new experiences after being together for a long time. King G. <laughs> I love when they make up names. 
I love when they make up names. King G says, it is a comfort that no other woman can provide for me but a black woman. As a black man who has dated all kinds of women, there's nothing like a sister's love. Nothing. Omar says, comfortability and loyalty. The struggle of togetherness. The strength of a black woman. Her curves, her lips, her hair, etc. It's just the feeling of being a part of an exclusive club that everyone... And by everyone, he means the others wants to be a part of, but is afraid to admit I'm so black. I can't see it any other way as a black man. How can you not want to be with a black woman? You know what, Omar? That's the question that I be wanting to know. Like, how do y'all not want to be with us? Like, we are so dope. Like, we are so dope. And y'all are dope, too. Anyway. Shah says, and I love this. Shah says, and Shah is a woman. Shah says, the way black men shine when you smile. Did you hear what she said? She said, the way black men shine when you smile. The way they shine when we smile. Come on now. And finally, I have one from Yusef. And Yusef said, it is about this one. This one was good for me, so I wanted to make it last. It's about that shared experience, the cultural experience that goes back generations. The fact that we can be in a room and have a thing happen outside of us and not have to say a word about it. History informs us and the fact that two people care about each other and can tune in that way means a lot. The best thing about receiving love is the fact that we're even able to do so in spite of the fact that society works four square against us doing it, even to the point of unwittingly pitting ourselves against each other. When we can fight through that and still manage to love, it is a beautiful thing. Listen, I want y'all to give a round of applause for these people because, listen, they gave some really good answers. Let's let's give them a round of applause. You know, reading these really made me just like really happy. And each and every response like warmed my spirit. Black love is so resilient and black love is just deeply rooted into our bone marrow. Black love is, is, this is all my opinion, but you know, it's my show. So my opinion is law. Black love is one of the strongest forces in the galaxy in my mind. And we have to make sure that we never lose that love for one another because it's one of the very few things that can never be taken from us. If anything, sometimes we give it away. And recently I spent some time with somebody that I just love to pieces. You know, you, you know how you meet those people or you have those people in your life that, you know, when they smile, you shine. Right. Shout out to Shah for that, because that's a real life situation. But when this brother smiles, I shine. Right. And so the time we spent together, it took me to a place that was very familiar for me, but that I also feel like I have never really experienced before in this lifetime. And it kind of takes me back to that song and why I chose that song, because it made me think like, I remember a time when I was all for love and then boom, the heartbreak. And it's just like, nah, I'm good on that. Let me put this wall up. Let me guard all of this with everything that I have. Right. But sometimes like some experiences can like just really, really warm you up. But 
I felt like, you know, the time that we spent, it was kind of like a a dream almost or like a fantasy of mine and not in a sexual way that I didn't even know existed. And it made me think about the experience of just pure, authentic, genuine black love. And it kind of made me think of the concept of black love like as a weapon. And we have to continue to love each other with intention, with passion, with compassion and with empathy, but most importantly, with understanding. And I feel like black love is the legacy that we leave for generations to come, just as our ancestors have done for us. And that is really how we have gotten where we are now. And in the sense that that is how we are still standing. We are standing on the foundation of our ancestors love for one another. And as a people, we are blessed in spite of anything that comes up against us because the love that we share for and with one another, it is ours. It is for us and it is by us. And it always has been and it forever will be. All right, guys. So... Today's straight facts question is coming from Rochelle and Rochelle is from Hampton, VA. Shout out to Hampton, which is very close to Newport News. And my ancestors are from Newport News. So shout out to Rochelle. Rochelle says, I have a friend whose real life is totally opposite from her lifestyle on the gram. The gram is Instagram for you guys who still live in caves. It has come to the point where our girlfriends are starting to pull her card in group settings. I kind of feel bad for her, but it's starting to interfere with our group dynamic and the realness of our sisterhood. I love my friend, but the shit is getting annoying. How do I approach this situation? What should I do? Well, Rochelle, uh, you kind of got to pull her up. Okay. If she is your friend and you use the word friend and then you use the word uh, sisterhood and then you use the word girlfriends. And I know that in group settings, it could be a little bit different. You know, the dynamics can be different. But if you consider her a friend, like an actual friend, just pull her ass to the side and be like, sis, look, it's too much. And, you know, it's messing up the vibe. Pull it to the side and tell her that. Like, what could it hurt? She could get mad. All right, get mad. My great-grandmother, Bertha, shout out to my great-grandma, Bertha, used to say, you mad? Scratch your ass and get glad. She could scratch her ass and get glad and keep it pumping. Or she could get mad and then leave the group. And then guess what? If she leaves the group, was she really your friends anyway? Like you guys' friend anyway? If calling her out and holding her accountable for her behavior disrupts her life so much that she doesn't want to hang out with you guys anymore. Y'all ain't missing nothing. Keep going to brunch. You'll be all right. Pull her to the side and let her know before she gets her feelings hurt. Cause I can guarantee you that if there is somebody like me in that group who, when they start sipping on some champagne or when they are having a mood swing or something is not aligned or when they just get tired of the inauthenticity They're going to call her out and it might not go well. It might be a little brash because somebody in that group has been sitting on it for a long time. Not the ones that be teasing her and throwing, you know, little jabs. Somebody's been sitting on it for a long time. Like maybe it'll get better. Maybe it'll get better. And then it doesn't. And then it's like, boom, like, dang, can you chill out? Like you doing too much? You know, it'll be like that. So just pull her to the side and let her know. And if she's not really your friend, then 
don't, and then watch it erupt like a volcano. But aside from that, if you don't tell her, that kind of makes you a little bit fake. Just a little bit, not fully fake, because it really depends on your relationship with her. But it makes you a little bit fake because... Like you're not pulling her to the side or you're not holding her accountable. And if you don't feel comfortable enough to do that, why are you hanging out with her? You said you had a sisterhood and I know things can get murky with sisterhoods. I ain't even going to get into that. But like, I just think that, you know, if you don't feel comfortable enough to hold her accountable, maybe you shouldn't be sharing space. That goes back to what we talked about earlier about protecting your peace and removing people and cutting ties or cutting things that really don't serve you. And it doesn't serve you to be around somebody on a regular basis or constant basis that is not authentic so friends and kin for today's we gotta do better i went back to the app that i told you guys about a few episodes ago called the storyteller which is ran by a sister and her name is morgan harper nichols and I told you before that I uh, paid for the app. It was $20 and I follow her on Instagram. I gave you guys all of her information. I will um, actually post it again, but I got this little uh, doobie, if we'll call it that. And when I say doobie, I don't mean reefer. And if you don't know what reefer is, you probably shouldn't be listening to this show. Just kidding. I don't mean that. If you don't know what reefer is, you don't need to know what reefer is. Either way, I got this little gem from uh, one of my daily messages that came through. Excuse me. And I'm just going to go ahead and read it and we're just going to let it sit and then we're going to move forward. Okay. Let any hint of unexpected peace remind you, you are loved. You are seen, and even when it feels like nothing is changing, you are where you need to be, and love will still find you. Ooh, I got a little Shondo in my spine. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. I'm going to start over. Let any hint of unexpected peace remind you that you are loved. You are seen, and even when it feels like nothing is changing, you are where you need to be. And love will still find you. Yes, love will still find you. For it is not some far off thing. It is running wild within you. Love will still find you even when it does not seem that way. You are not a burden. You are not too much. You are free to feel and trust. Even here, you are worthy of love. Listen, that was a word. Listen. Come on now with the Shondo, because that is a word. And that was that. And the reason, excuse me, I'm stuttering over my words because that is a word for Mimi. And the reason that I had to share it with you guys and I kind of like mixed some of the message together, I, I took some pieces and put them together. But the reason I had to share it is because it was such a word, such a prophetic word for me. I said, let me share this with my friends and kin, because I hope that it touches and anoints somebody's spirit the same way it touched and anointed mine. Okay. Can I get a Shondo in this room? Thank you. One, two, three. Shondo. (laughs) Friends and kin, it's that time. I want to, of course, thank God first, because, well, We already know how it goes here. I thank God first, because if it were not for God, I would not be here providing this 
space for you. I'm grateful. God is good all the time. Say it with me. And all the time, God is good. I'm beyond grateful. Uh, I want to thank my family, my friends, my supporters, and of course, you guys out there listening, my friends and kin, my tribe. I appreciate you and I can't wait until the next time we get to do this again. Now, let me say this. If you want to be included in any future surveys or feedback collection and such things of that matter, you got to let a sister know. Because if you live in South Africa and I don't talk to you on a regular basis or you live in the Philippines or you live in Sweden or Croatia, because a sister does have listeners in those places, in addition to many other places all across the globe. okay. but if you do live in those places and we don't talk on a regular basis, I don't know that you want to be included. So you need to send me a DM on Instagram. I'll tell you how to find me on Instagram in a second. Send me an email. You can find that on the front of my Instagram. You can send me a text. You can shoot me a uh, inbox or is it called DM on Facebook? You can send me a DM. You can send me a DM on Twitter. Find a way to contact me. You can comment under one of my posts on Instagram and let me know. Email me, whatever it takes. Send a smoke signal. Okay, I'll be looking for it in the sky like the bat signal. But contact me and let me know that you want to be added to the list so that I can add you because I want everybody to have a voice. I want everybody to be able to share their voice no matter where you live. I want you to share your voice because I love hearing from you guys. Also, I just want to put this on your radar. There are only three shows left in the very first in the inaugural season of Hand Me My Purse, the podcast. Three shows before I take a bit of a break for the holiday. I have been pumping these episodes out for you guys every month on the 1st and the 15th since April. And let me tell you something, sis is tired. I'm cooking something up for my final episode and it is still in the think tank stages, but I want people to be a part of it if they want to be a part of it because it's going to be a situation. It is. I don't know what magnitude the situation is going to be, especially since we're in the middle of a pandemic. So I can't really do things the way I really envision them, but I am cooking up some things. So if you are interested, again, let me know. Send me a DM and just say, hey, I'm interested in what you got going on for the final episode. Because as I said, there will be a situation. And as with all of my situations, it will be amazing. Now, hold up. Before you exit out of whatever streaming service you are using to listen to this, I want you to stop. Go click subscribe or follow if that's possible. And then I want you to get on over to Instagram and follow me because that's where all the buzz is. That's where all the hot things are happening on Instagram, on Hand Me My Purse's Instagram. It's hot over in the city. That's where we do a lot of talking and things of that nature. We have conversations about all kinds of things. I share all kinds of funny things from the Internet. So you want to be over there on Instagram. You can find me at Hand me my purse underscore podcast on Twitter. You can find me at H M M P underscore podcast, like hand me my purse, but like the initials or the acronym and on Facebook, just search for hand me my purse podcast. If you happen to listen on Apple podcasts or on Stitcher, I found out or any other medium that will allow you to do so, please take a few moments out to rate my show. If you listen to it and you like it, 
rate the show and review the show. It takes less than two minutes to say, hey, the show is good or hey, the show sucks or hey, the show is life changing or hey, this show brings me Shondo in my spine. Whatever it is you want to say about the show, even if it's not that great, say it because you have the freedom to do so. And I would never want to censor how people feel. And the feedback may be helpful for me. Either way, I want you to please take two minutes out of your day to rate and review Hand Me My Purse on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or any other streaming service that allows you to do so. I love you for it. I love you anyway, but I really love you for that because it lets me know that you're invested. Show notes, of course, are available at handmemypurse.buzzsprout.com. Also, I want you to know that the opening and closing music is provided by Gloomy Tunes. All of this is linked in the show notes if you want to know more about Gloomy Tunes. Also, please submit your questions for the straight facts segment and photos and or stories and quotes from your aunties and about your aunties to hello at handmemypurse.com or send me a DM on Instagram or Twitter or Facebook or text me send a smoke signal. You can do all of those things. And just an FYI, in case you did not know, you can expect a brand new episode of Hand Me My Purse, the podcast on the 1st and 15th of every single month. So the same way you expected those checks on the 1st and the 15th, early in the morning, you already know your girl is going to have you covered on those days. Again, the 1st and 15th of every month on your podcast streaming services, such as Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher. These are for my international friends and kin and anywhere else you may even think that you can find it. Or you can just go straight to my Buzzsprout website and find it there. I look forward to you looking forward to listening. And I'm out this bitch. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. 
Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home.